you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow, and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, we start this one stating that the intended audience for this episode are newcomers to pharmacy informatics. So, a few weeks ago, before NHIT week, we actually last left off talking about you know, having some discussion about change management. And today's topic will continue that discussion with the implementation of a change. So we're going to be talking about the process of how to unfreeze, implement the change, and then refreeze new behaviors. So let's get right into it. Let's first talk about the unfreezing of behaviors. So many of you have heard, you know, of the grief cycle or the stages of grief. And this is a cycle that, you know, not only applies to personal situations, but you can also apply it to maybe a significant change in the system. Basically, when an associate needs to unfreeze their behaviors, the unfreezing of the behavior can kind of act like a change or a loss in the normal workflow because it's almost like it's a loss of what they're so used to on a day-in, day-out routine. So as a reminder, the stages of grief, also known as the Kubler-Ross model, are as follows. So the first stage is denial or isolation. And this is when someone doesn't believe this is happening. Basically, they are in denial of the situation that's going on around them. The second stage is anger. This is when, you know, the individual expresses that they are mad or they have certain outbursts of anger about that situation. And the next stage is bargaining. This is when the individual starts to try and bargain their way back into their old ways uh, to try to control their situation through, you know, payments or trades or you know, just general bargaining, right? And then you got the depression stage. This is when the individual realizes that they can't do anything. They start to feel the sadness about their situation. And the final stage is acceptance. And this is when the individual has understood and felt all the emotions uh, involved with the situation and has accepted that this is how it's going to be moving forward. So, of course, the stages of grief are for more extenuating life's events and circumstances, but applying this model towards a change or implementation can also be beneficial in understanding the responses that users will have when you get like a new system that's uh, implemented for them. So the next part is about the actual change. When the change is introduced, it's very important that you are able to anticipate the concerns and the responses to that change. Within the change process, there's going to be a lot of, you know, unease or uncertainty where individuals are going to feel uncomfortable with things that they don't understand or things that they're not sure what's going on. Some of this is remedied with, you know, the education piece where you have them go through training sessions to learn that new system. But not all of it will be captured in training since when it's a live system, there's going to be problems that are not anticipated. There's going to be things that may have been missed in education. It becomes especially important during the change portion that you provide them with reassurance that it's going to be okay, and you build that trust within this portion of the process. Basically, you can think of it as a support and trust in the face of the unknown. There will be a lot of, you know, I can't do this, I can't find that. Maybe more specifically, I used to do this a certain way, but now it doesn't work anymore. I don't know what to do. This is also why elbow-to-elbow support is so essential and important in the immediate time period after a new product or system goes live. And you know, finally, once the dust settles, you'll need to refreeze their new behaviors. So in the process of learning everything and using the new system, you need to give them positive feedback instead of, you know, punitive ones. Their old habits will need to break and the new habits need to form. 
So in addition, you also want to make sure that the pathways to falling back to old habits is abolished, or at least it's mitigated once they understand uh, how to use the new system for the most part. So, you know, hopefully this helps you with a big overall picture in terms of unfreezing, changing, and refreezing behaviors for a new system's uh, implementation. And there's actually one more step in the process that we'll discuss next time, which is about continuous monitoring. All right, if you guys like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or Instagram at PharmacyInformatics or by emailing me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. And I also wanted to plug a great networking opportunity called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Microsoft Teams or Slack Workspace, think of Pharmacist Connect as a large vetted one through Slack Workspaces. I've met some great colleagues on it, and there's even an informatics space within it as well. You can find out more by visiting PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy ITME. And remember, technology is the tool, patient care is the goal.